The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage and let's get this fucking show started. Fantastic, Fantastic Forum. Assemble. You are watching Fantastic Forum, the premier show about comic books and your live weekly conversation about entertainment and geek culture. We are the Fantastic Forum coming to you live and direct from the Hall of F. Hope you have a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us. We'll we take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. First, he is our riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey. Next, he's the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum. No, no, our nine votable brawler, our resident strongman, Moses Magnum. What's up? Yes. Mm. Next, he's our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the Cal. He's our resident Dark Knight detective. It's Oz. It's Oz. <laughs> Unfortunately, Oz is in his chair at showtime. Terrible. Terrible. Where is he, this guy? He, he didn't read his own sign right there. It says, <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so I hear, look, it, everything's ready. Except him. Except, uh, look, you got, what are those buttons? Is that his, his uh, friggin' soundboard? Yeah, yeah. His ro- it's awesome. well, it's a roadcaster. Oh, okay. Okay, well, look. It'd be nice if he could cast his backside into that seat. That'd be look. That's what I would like to see. Look, <laughs> let's not have too much fun at his expense because we don't know the circumstance. Like he literally could have just been served like the summons or a subpoena or. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess you're right. Like you, if if you're saying Oz could have just gotten home invaded, yes, you're right. That could have happened too, right? It's like damn it. Like, Oh, shit, it's showtime. <laughs> this, this will answer the door and got gored by an antelope. That can happen yeah. where he is. Or like, you know, that movie funny games, like these weird teenagers that want to torture people. Like, he, could be, he could be in one of those movies right now, like Last House on the Left, you know? Or, oh, man. Yeah. I feel like Oz would not, would not last long in one of those. I mean, he might be interesting to me. That's why I which haven't one? watched it, but I've heard a lot about it. Which one? Last House on the Left. Games. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not. It's very. Uh, it's like when you think about like torture porn, like how they they call Saw or Hostel. It's like that one is actually more disturbing because a lot of it's not physical. It's more like they're just sadistic and. It's uh, it's a weird, it's it's weird, you know. The guy actually remade the movie. <laughs> he did it like in Denmark, and then he did it in America. He just did the exact same thing, and the way it's shot, it's creepy, and yeah, it's it's kind of as disturbing as like a, a saw, but it, it's more the tension than everything, and the rape. But yeah, but oh, the tension is uh, is pretty bad. The rape's pretty bad too, but the tension really gets to you. 
the rape kind of gets to you too, but the tension really just disturbs you. Yeah. And then the rape disturbs you too. Ladies and gentlemen, Oz is here. Look, right, let's so I mean, we're running late. Let's go. <laughs> Oz, Oz, did you get gored by an antelope? That was what we're running on. We're thinking that that's probably what happened. Uh, tire claw is half right. I, I, <laughs> Maybe I Oz had a bathroom I, emergency. I ran into the bathroom because I had a splinter, and when I was taking it out, I saw wood shaving, so I freaked out because if I get termites, this whole basement is gonna call is gonna fall over. So I started looking, and there's a dead mouse somewhere uh, above the restroom here in the basement. The DJ? Um, I, either way, got to get rid of it. Be <laughs> 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 having that information. Technically not uh, an emergency because it's dead. Yeah. Right. The smell just I mean, you don't want to leave dead bodies around. Yeah, I learned that lesson. Indeed. <laughs> I th- yes. Have, what haven't we all? I honestly I think it, it just it's in a spot that it got creeped and didn't get out. Because the wood shavings were from it trying to chew its way out of uh, uh on it chewed on like some wooden thing to look maybe try to get over it or something. I think uh, trap. And got stuck and you know died a lonely death. Poor mouse. Okay. All right, cool. I, I, I kill uh-huh. I kill so many mice in this place. Like especially in the winter when they're all looking for someplace warm. Oh wow. But it's not quite winter there yet, is it? No, no. it's been raining a lot. Oh, so okay. I'm find like a dry spot. Okay. Okay, cool. Uh, by the way, my name is Lauren Chung. They call me Mira Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. We've got a great show for you today because we're going to be talking to you all about uh, Adventure Time, Fiona and Cake. And we're going to be talking to you all about uh, Minor Threats. So we got two amazing reviews of two very interesting properties and uh, we'll tell you more about that in just a moment. Uh, but before we do that, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, because without him, the show would not exist. So thank you, Scott Rubin. Hope you're doing well, good sir. Uh, also, we'll have our intern tell you how it is that you can get down with Fantastic Forum if you want to go ahead and let us know uh, what it is that you want to talk about or have something to say to us. So take and it away. The action. Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at fantasticforum.live. Join the party. You know you want to. Thank you, intern. Appreciate you. So, yeah. um, You know, fantasticforum.live. But actually, the best way would be to go ahead and jump onto our YouTube channel. We'll take your comments directly out of the chat and bring them into the show or ju- jump on Twitch. Do it that way. Either one works. Uh, can you insert a witty chat comment for us, Jay? Nope. Hexilla. Oh. oh, wait, what? Uh, I, Jay's back. Oh, yeah. But either way, you could. that comment worked. Hexilla mm-hmm. says it was aliens. Mexican aliens. <laughs> that, that abducted Oz. No, yeah. that, were, that were dead. And mummified in my bathroom. 
An- ancient aliens. That oh, you don't watch the news, not the Mexican news anyway. It was on America. About the huge group that just came into Texas. No, what? Well, technically, no. yes, just like a thousand years ago, and then got mummified, and they found <laughs> Wait, it. the Mexican. I think it was the government too. Presented yeah, government. two mummified alien bodies that they found. Oh yeah, and they really? them, and oh, they had eggs. They had three eggs in it. I, you know, I don't honestly like, like, I'm not buying any of this quote unquote alien a little, news. It's a fake, but. Still, it was a story. It's not, look, listen, there are things that are actually happening that I have to pay attention to. I don't pay attention to nonsense. It's not right. But that's why they're showing you aliens. <laughs> yeah, listen, I, all, all, of the, all the alien stories in this day and age are all distractions. So I just give them props for it not being in like. The infrared camera or something <laughs> like they usually kind of... <laughs> yeah like, I can watch how you're using pra- practical effects trying to make it happen <laughs> right like I, I watch somebody's like ring camera and it's like a whole cinematic experience but the government shows UFO and it's like grainy as fuck <laughs> right right you're absolutely right I like like what was do you you see that video of that woman getting attacked by that bobcat <laughs> in her driveway. Yeah. Yeah, and then her, like, husband came and, like, fought it off, like, grabbed it and, like, tossed it. And yeah. I was like, damn. And you're right. Like, that like that was a whole movie on what a ring the, camera. What are the eyes that she put out that night? <laughs> I, I hope I. <laughs> I hope I. I feel like being, being rescued from a bobcat, you know, the, like, that that's that's worth something provided that you know it doesn't it's not uncomfortable obviously you know all right but, well let me remind me next time you come for a haircut i'll have a bobcat there and i'll save you for- <laughs> listen i promise you i will fight my own bobcats <laughs> i promise you like you're poor like I, I feel bad for the shot but i'm like damn i didn't mean to put the bobcat through this window mo Larry's late, and I'm outside because I'm afraid of the bobcat and <laughs> shit up inside. <laughs> oh, jeez, man. So, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, let me let me ask you all something before we get started here today. Uh, I was put it back. Oh, he was gonna show I, you. I, I thought we were moving on. Oh no, go ahead. Go ahead, put it here. Put it here. I can't find. We got enough time. I can't find like a really good image because it just looks like people took pictures of the of the news report screen. <laughs> These are the alien mummies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez, man. And there's so many like memes, like people recreated them out of their tamales, like and they're like. <laughs> They open the tamale and it's like it's the the alien made out of the just reconstituted masa from the masa. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I actually would like to see that. I found aliens too. You follow me on Facebook, you can see all that. I've been posting that all week. Oh, damn, I gotta go to your Facebook. Okay, I can do that. I can do that. Um. 
have any of you guys watched this one uh this one piece joint? You know, I've heard that it's amazing. I love it. I'm a big fucking one piece fan now. And what I what I heard is that the reason it came out so good is because the the creator retained like creative rights. So he was actually able to step in and make them like not change stuff or reshoot something because he didn't like it. Like he actually, I think he wrote the first episodes or directed the first episodes of the live action. And uh, and and I, you know, I had never watched the cartoon, but it's uh, it's definitely they toned down on like. Uh, I heard they compress a lot of it, so it's like the first episode is like the first eight, but it flows well. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I watched in one day. I watched six episodes. Like I just stuck with it. Like I, wow. I was. Like, I, I remember watching the first episode when it aired on Fox when I was a ki- you know when I was a kid. But yeah, I was like eighteen, and uh, and the narration of the of the the pirate king saying you know basically mm-hmm. throwing the world into chaos. Mm-hmm. Like they actually filmed that live and. That was what what that was what um, the Netflix showed me, and I'm like, they didn't show that in the cartoon, but they're showing it here, and I'm like, and it looked good, like the design of all the mm-hmm. people they show and they allude to coming in the future, it's like mm-hmm. the it looked good, like it didn't look corny, like the cartoon, the people have their designs and it has its art style, so I don't even judge the way it looks, art style mm-hmm. wise, because that's just what the cartoon looks like, it's the tone, mm-hmm. but the transition from that to live action they did an amazing job like even in the casting and the uh like the dude with the slingshot the he's a weird looking dude in the cartoon and i know who that dude is and then when i see the dude they got here i'm like that's that dude <laughs> like they got <laughs> a dude that looks like him in real life because you know he has a weird thing with his mouth because he's, he's mm-hmm. a black guy and it's japanese people drawing black people <laughs> But they got a dude who actually has features like that with teeth like that. And it's not like they didn't have to put prosthetics on him. Like he just has a mm-hmm. big toothy smile. And that's like mm-hmm. you focus on his mouth when he when he expresses himself just like that character does. So it's like he doesn't look entirely like that character, but he has those the, where the features are that separate that character from everybody else on mm-hmm. the ship. This guy has it in real life. You know, mm-hmm. like, I'm like, wow, and, 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 you know, and the characterizations are good. I mean, I don't know, I can't compare them 100, percent but uh, at the barbershop, I did hear it's about 75, 25, percent, 25 percent are like One Piece fans that love One Piece, the show, the cartoon, mm-hmm. and don't like the 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 live action, but 75 percent that love One Piece, the cartoon, One Piece, the manga, mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. the 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 Netflix too. Hmm. Yeah, you read my mind because I was gonna complain. uh, I was gonna actually rant on you guys for not telling me to watch this shit. Like, why do you guys tell me (laughs) piece was good? Because you told us not to after you saw the posters at Comic Con. I know. I actually have video footage of asking (laughs) anybody, babe, babe, do you want to watch that? And she's like, "Fuck no!" (laughs) Like the look like shit in those posters. Look terrible. Yeah, but uh, watching it in motion, everything like. The shit's fucking even like she's like, nah, I don't want to watch it. You can watch it without me. And then she's like on her phone, and then she's like, wait, what happened? You know, (laughs) (laughs) it's really interesting because I know that for me, 
like you know i've I, i've tried watching one piece multiple times like the anime yeah um and like it just doesn't do it for me because i don't know why i couldn't tell you why and it's weird because or not weird because i know i i you know in the past like i i, I on two separate occasions i've tried to watch one piece and just haven't been into it and uh i was just like and you know one piece fans are no joke like yeah we're not they take <laughs> they take one piece very seriously and so you know i've definitely gotten into some 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 sketchy situations talking about not being a fan like be, being too honest about my feelings on one piece you know <laughs> and and so i'm just like huh okay like but i watched i watched the show and i was like this is this is excellent <laughs> like it's yeah, so I, it's so good I couldn't get into the anime either. I, I've seen a couple episodes, but not like it never did anything for me. But right, if, if you can condense it, I mean, they're on season twenty. Oh yeah, no, I mean, there's there's the anime, like thousands of episodes, eight right? episodes. That that might be interesting. <laughs> no, I mean, but, but it's not about the length though, yeah. or the amount. Even though that no, that doesn't that, help. That that's what people say, but we know. Because. <laughs> I watched I watched all of Naruto, so it's like I like and don't get me wrong, there's a lot more One Piece than there's Naruto. But I'm just saying if I could commit to, you know, six hundred some episodes of Naruto, you know, I can watch potentially <laughs> I you know, potentially I could have watched thousands of episodes of One Piece, right? So oh, but not enough time. Not, <laughs> it's like the world ends first. You have a it's like climate change is real. You have a finite number of heartbeats. That's why I don't exercise. <laughs> but yeah, the show. I'm just like, dude. Like I. And here's the thing: the show was so good. I went back to watch the anime just to be like, dude. Like, is the anime like <laughs> this? To the, to the live action. <laughs> well, I just, I just, I went back to the anime after I watched the live action to be like, dude, are they telling like the same story? And they are. Like the story beats are very like on point, but I've seen some side by side uh, on scenes between the live action and the anime. Mm -hmm. and they're like that, that's that's as close as you're gonna get. It's it's very it's very true to the to the anime. And again, you know, I can't speak to the manga. I've never read the manga, but uh, well, usually the anime translate the manga pretty good, don't they? Usually, but you know, little, you never know. Depends on if you're watching Chainsaw Man or not. <laughs> but, but what I will say is, I was like, yeah, man, they they were telling for the most part that like the same. I'm seeing the story beats, and you you you're right, Mo, or in what you were saying, or at least what you were conveying that they did condense some stuff, um, so that you know you do have things happening in a shorter, in a little bit of a shorter time frame, but. It's just like, yeah, it's, it's it's great casting. And I mean, I think it all like kind of boils down to the dude they cast for Luffy, man. That guy has a lot of charisma. Like yeah. and he's he's a real good actor. Like he like I, I remember watching him in that um The Mutants show it, where Monsters the Yeah, what was it in Imperfects? Or Imperfects, yeah. Yeah. I think it was Imperfects, yeah. He was he was good in that, but he's like, you know, obviously he's doing something completely different with this, uh, and 
yeah, man, he's definitely like nailing that kind of enthusiasm for Luffy, which I'm like, man, that's wild. Like, oh, he was in who would have thought mechs zombies? Yeah, I never seen it. I just thought that was a cool name. It's a zombie <laughs> movie from Mexico. Yeah, is it really? Yeah, he's got oh, a cool. lot of like Spanish title movies. Well, he's a Mexican actor, so he's in. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a, he had a whole career there. I think here he's only done like three things. Mm-hmm. But the two of the three of them have been real good. <laughs> like, I can't. I can't speak to the third one because I haven't seen it. But I saw two of them. <laughs> Yeah, and I only said three in case somebody's out there looking to cast him. It's like, oh, he's on three things already. Okay, <laughs> he's got three. Well, they're in English, so I'm gonna assume they're American. I'm not counting mech zombies. Well, that yeah. sounds like it would be like an like a white guy named that one, right? Yeah, I think that's the English title. Yeah, like the 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 Spanish title is probably much cooler. Like the Excepción de los Zombies. <laughs> yeah. So cool. So okay, I just wanted to to touch base with y'all about it and see if that was something that y'all had messed with yet because I know that we hadn't really talked about it per se. So I know it got renewed for a second season already. So that's, that's uh, good to hear. Yeah. Jay, you don't have no thoughts on it, huh? You're like, yeah, yeah. that's fair. That's fair. I was gonna That's say good. he should have been Blue Beetle, but that guy is actually is actually really good. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, I think they cast the right guy, but yeah. but he could have been Blue Beetle too. He could have. I don't know if he would have been a better one. What's Tiger Claw talking about? Uh, Tiger Claw says I heard that people like the One Piece live action series, which is good because Netflix didn't have a good track record with live action adaptations of anime or comics. <laughs> anything like their original stuff is great but when they try to take something from somewhere else it normally just gets fucked yeah because they did a full metal alchemist they did a bleach they did i thought people like the full metal alchemist my brother did but he's not people oh barely people (laughs) (laughs) he he did but um i like the they're for me, their best up until this point, their best anime adaptation was um, Erased. Live action. That shit was amazing. It was so good. I didn't think it was based on anything. Then I realized <laughs> an anime and a manga. And then uh, fans of the manga loved Erased more because uh, the live action was actually closer to the manga than the cartoon was. Damn. Yeah. Wow. But well, How never- did you hear that? And well, just finding out what he raced is because I, I, the it felt like there could be a second season or or I want more of it. Like the way it is, it's kind of like one of those, the the way it works. You, you want more of that of that. Mm-hmm. I started looking it up, and uh, yeah, no, I think it was just the one and done thing. Yeah, okay. Right, their, cool. their Cowboy Bebop was not well liked. Yeah. yeah, I know people didn't respond to it, but. Was it was it not good? A lot of people said it was good, but I, not, I not not like not yeah, they it didn't it's not how uh One Piece <laughs> the reaction One Piece got. Mm-hmm. Cuz even the people that don't like it kind of like it. Gotcha. Yeah. 
this dude, uh, I cut his hair yesterday, and he's like, "Did you watch One Piece?" And he doesn't know. He didn't know nothing about the cartoon. Nothing. He's just a dude, hardworking dude. He's like, "That thing was amazing." And he's like, "I." I <laughs> He watched it in one sitting, and he's like, it made me want to watch the cartoon to see what it is. And he's like watching the cartoon, like, that wasn't for me. <laughs> you know? That's exactly my, that, that was exactly my experience where I was like, and, and I, obviously I knew what it was beforehand, but I was just like, there's no way that that cartoon was as good as this, because, <laughs> and, and it's not, it's not. <laughs> But yeah, I can man. see okay. being good in its own right now. Uh, like I, I went and I watched it on the treadmill today, and the stuff I didn't like when I watched it initially is the mm-hmm. stuff that I kind of didn't like. But I'm okay to put that aside just to move further along in the story now. I mean, it's hard to <laughs> it's hard to say it's like really bad when it's been on for what, 20 years or yeah. however long. Well, I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna knock it. As far yeah. as saying like, oh, it's poor quality. I would just say it's just not for me. You know, I just, like, yeah, exactly. I, I it's one of those things I don't like. <laughs> yeah, and it's you not- know, I, honestly, it's a w- weird thing because I think some of it might just have to do with not being that as interested in like pirates. I love but- pirates, but it's not. <laughs> it's the, 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 I like pirates more now in live action. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway. All right, let's get on to our topics at hand then. Uh, you all want to do uh, Adventure Time Fiona and Cake first? You all want to do that? Sure. All right, let's do it. Oh, uh, so. No, it's more about gel code. When the fourth round. Don't you call it? All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be talking to you all about Adventure Time, Fiona and Cake. Jay, will you do us the honors? Will you tell us about, about this series? I will try. Um, Do it. So Adventure Time, Fiona and Kate is about uh, Fiona is kind of having dreams about her life being more magical and she's got this yearning for more than her dead-end job uh, provides. And we also have Simon who is out of touch with the reality, well, not reality, out of touch with the world. And so these two come together in order to kind of bring the magic back to both of their lives. I think that does it. (laughs) There it is. Look, it's interesting because nothing you said is wrong. Uh, I just think that I I feel like if I had asked Oz to talk about it, I don't think he would have described it that way. And I I appreciate that. Like I like that. 
right? Like Oz, would you have would you have described the show in those terms? Uh, no, I didn't watch it. No, no. <laughs> I was like, I haven't watched no Adventure Time. Fiona and Kate. I was like, I don't even like Kate. It's even worse, and now I realize it's it's a Fiona cartoon. It's not whatever the dude's name is. Well, but that's like that's part of the fun, like because it's. I don't the, watch regular Adventure Time either. Again, but it, it, part of the fun, like you're just gonna watch something with new characters, and Finn's still there. <laughs> yeah, so it's like if you know, spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's almost like a continuation in a weird way, like spinoff slash continuation of uh, what we saw in Adventure Time, which I feel bad because I'd never finished watching Adventure Time. See, and it's interesting because I was having a conversation with Jay off air. Oh, off air? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, I was just asking him, like, hey, like, should I, like, make an attempt? Like, I know that, you know, there's a lot of Adventure Time. Should I make an attempt to, like, watch any of that? Or should I just, like, go into this fresh, you know? And, you know, you know, Jay, he didn't really give me a, a definitive answer. He <laughs> said, yes, you should, but you don't need to. <laughs> so, right, exactly. Something. He, I'm pretty sure that is what he said. Yeah, right. That, that is pretty much. At least, if that's not exactly what he said, that that felt like the sentiment. So it was like, okay. So I guess I decide. Got it. <laughs> like, so I'm sorry. I didn't want to put the work in. <laughs> I know the, like I know the of the episodes that you would need to watch to like be primed right. for it. That is true. But I, I didn't want to do the work. I'm Cause sorry. It, it he didn't. Because like, it is even like, um, like that Finn is not the Finn from the series, right? He's like a parallel universe one? Or is it um, the, which one? the first one? It's like there's, there's multiple uh, Finns. Yeah, the, the second one with the kids. Yeah, he's from Farm World. Yeah, okay. So basically, uh, Finn had made a wish that the lich never existed yeah. and that wish created farm world and in that world uh finn becomes the ice king and jake becomes the lich and then mm. they rewind and stop the lich and farm world exists now so are all the worlds that we see in this series, like, are are they all kind of Easter eggs in that sense, like you're just talking about, where, like, if you were watching Adventure Time, you would recognize a good number of them? Um, some, but, like, the one with the Ice Prince, that's new. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there are... Easter eggs in it, but that world is new. Got it. Got it. Okay. Basically, like I would describe it almost like it's it's almost like a flashpoint, but not like one of those other worlds is trying to get everything back to normal, and the other one 
is like no, <laughs> you know. So it's almost <laughs> like a, it's like a weird cr crisis of in terms of uh, Adventure Time. Like there's the multiversal aspect of it. There's the monitors or the the guys trying to keep it from happening, you know. Uh, specifically, like the Fiona part because of how she is created, how that comes about, and the dude, the scarab guy is like, she's like, I didn't do anything. He's like, Yeah, you did. You exist, and he's trying to like kill her essentially. And I'm like, Fuck, that's badass. Like, no, no fucking. <laughs> No fucking multiversal comic shit ever really said it that hard, like you know, to like a kid, uh, you know, a young girl. <laughs> yeah, definitely not to a young girl. Yeah. You're right, Undercat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even though it does, it does, like the tone of that was very similar, even though not as a, uh, not as harsh, I guess. Yeah. Um, in in the last Spider Verse joint. Like oh yeah, yeah. the way that yeah. Yeah, he came like Miles Morales was kind of like dude like you're the yeah. mistake like you know it's yeah. like, oh. <laughs> yeah. and then also but, like yeah. kind of like Cable in the in the X Men cartoon was kind of like that too <laughs> like, that's true yeah. that is like, true yeah yeah man so um Mo what was your experience like because you've delved like Jay watched Adventure Time yeah you've you've Dabbled with it, but you didn't finish. Dabbled, dabbled is a uh, you could say more than dabbled because I okay I more was, than dabbled. Uh, eight eight seasons straight or seven seasons straight. Oh, there's yeah. only like ten seasons, watched, right? Yeah, most probably watched as much, if not more, than me. Yeah. Wait, what? I, watch, I thought you finished it, Jay. No, not every episode. Oh, I watched. I watched. I watched up until um, Finn met his dad and it wasn't his dad and it like that episode, <laughs> i'm like no more it, it was just like that experience with mr pickles like no more adventure like, this is too hard like i can't watch this shit you know <laughs> and he lost his arm in that episode too and then the flower grew out of him. he's like oh cool <laughs> yeah that was his dad it was but he like rejected him or something like it was some weird fucked up shit that it's like Kids don't need to be watching this shit. I, I know that, like, me watching this show, I was like, okay, I understand that the characters are, like, scaled up. So I was like, I don't, I, I was honestly, I had questions about the tone of it. Just because I do think of, like, Adventure Time as a, as a kid show. Uh, primarily, even though I know a lot of adults like it too, but yeah. I was just like, you know, watching it. I was like, "Is this like is is what I'm watching today with Fiona and Kate?" It's like, is this what Adventure Time is like? Because I don't know. Like, I've never really watched. It gets like that a full later. episode. It gets a little like that later. Not not as toned up, but it's like an in between from what you've seen in the beginning. And it, it is like once you start dealing with like the Lich. Or uh, the was it the the Prismo? You know all that stuff. It's like it just becomes a little more existential, and uh, and the stakes are a little higher for for uh, Jake and, and Finn. So it, it almost like the audience kind of like in those seven ten seasons. It's like okay, if you watch this at five, you're gonna watch it at fifteen and still be like interested in it, you know. But even like say. 
you know, like they make like don't get me wrong, like, you know, obviously the, the art style is its own thing. Yeah. But I know that there were po points where there was like depictions of violence that I didn't expect I would be seeing in what I think of as adventure time. And and when I say that, I mean like I say that from an ignorant perspective because I really don't know what to expect from adventure time. Like I see mm -hmm. commercials. But you know, I was just like, oh, like like I I one thing that comes to mind is I feel like there was a point where um it was like that that uh like rooster dragon thing and they mm -hmm. cut the head off of it <laughs> and yeah. and she takes the sword and and goes around the neck and like <laughs> the, the head just kind of comes off and i was just like yeah. huh i was like i did not know adventure time got down like that you know and and and, and oh they kind yeah. of did yeah, yeah, they kind of did even when it was for kids, but you know they're in the magical land of Vu, and then they're like in the Candy Kingdom or whatever. So it's like, it's like ah, the jelly donuts, like oh my guts, and it's like cherry, right. cup, you know. So it, it, right. it just, but it's still like man, that guy just got brutal. He's eviscerated, you know. So, <laughs> but he's just a jelly donut, you know. So they he's did just do a that. Jelly donut. There's one like when uh. You know, like going through one of the dark forests, and he's like fighting a goblin, and you know shit like that. Mm -hmm. And then as they got older, like it's still it, it ramped up a little more too. You know. Okay. Yeah, because I know like there was a point where she took her shirt off. Fiona takes her shirt off, and the the cat was like, "Any reason to get naked?" <laughs> or something yeah. like that. And I was just like, "Oh, okay." I'm like, I was like, I don't know. I was just, and don't get me wrong. It's not like it's like explicit or anything. It's just one of those things where I'm like, oh, I didn't, I, you know, from a tone perspective. And again, this is, I guess what I was wondering more so was like, okay, like this is a show on Max. And a lot of the characters are older. So I don't know if that's like a tone that's like, oh, they're just kind of inching up with their audience a little bit or if that's like something that would have been said on like an adventure time as well yeah it would have been like yeah. there are a couple of times where you know i there's one specifically where princess bubblegum is wearing this like really weird outfit where mm -hmm. it's like she's in a in a like a barrel cut thing mm -hmm. and you know finn is like you think she's naked in there mm -hmm. like so that happens and there's and also another scene where, uh, you know, Finn is saying that, like, there's this fire guy, and uh, Finn's, like, saying, like, oh, that guy's hot. And then Jake looks at him, and he's like, no, I meant temperature hot, not sexy hot. They said, no, you meant sexy hot. <laughs> Yeah, they do a lot of that. Like, there was a lot of like gay jokes without judgment, you know, and even mm -hmm. like trans stuff. Because there's that one like character that's kind of like trans in in there too, like, and it was like, uh, cool dude. Like it was just like, oh, you like that, but instead of being like, oh, you like that, it's like, oh, you you like that, yeah, whatever, you know, like, mm -hmm. and it's like quest time, you know, <laughs> like the 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 victory <laughs> is what matters, not who you are or what you like, you know. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. They always had like themes like that that were a little more, uh, a little more. Like I always thought, like it's like kid, this is for kids. Like like the dad thing, like the way that dad episode played out, the the first episode. 
was like, what the fuck are these kids watching? You know, I was offended by it <laughs> more than the, the, the game. Shit, you know? <laughs> it's like, this is complex shit that I'm not ready to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. So it was it, like, you know, going into it blind, basically. It was an interesting experience for me just because I didn't know really what to expect. I mean, I've seen Finn and Jake before. Um, obviously, and you know, they're like, I, 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 I've seen the characters and I've seen like some of the settings, and so watching the show, I was like, okay, well, it's probably gonna be some of that happening, and it absolutely was not in the first episode. <laughs> first episode is pretty mundane, with the exception of like, well, I guess that's not true, it starts off. A little bit like that because you have this, like this dream sequence, right? And so you have the dream sequence, but then they wake up in reality, and the cat obviously has something going on with it. And there's a moment where you have the cat, uh, uh, like jumping through like a portal or something. But it was all pretty mundane outside of that, and I was just like, huh, okay, like this isn't what I thought it was going to be, you know, like I thought it was going to be something a little different, but I'm like, okay, like it felt very slice of lifey, which I wasn't mad at. I was just like, okay, like we'll see, you know, we'll see what happens. And then episode two kind of does the, like, it was kind of the opposite because it was like fantastical, a lot of fantastical stuff that you see, but the wild part, though, was that even though there was all this stuff that I was more expecting to see from the first episode, I was like, you know, I don't know if I'm really, like, feeling any of these characters. Like, I don't know if I care, you know? And I was kind of waiting for Fiona to show back up, and she she doesn't. <laughs> and so I was just like, huh. So it was like the first two episodes were very strange for me because I was just like the first one. I didn't get any. I got almost none of the stuff that I was expecting to see, but I got a character that I was like, OK, like I will see what where we're going with this character. And then in episode two, I got a world that wasn't, you know, it's not the world that I thought it was going to be, but it was like more along those lines, I guess. But then all the characters I was just like, you know, I don't know. Like, I, and I was definitely feeling like, okay, it must be like, if I was, if I had watched Adventure Time, it would be different, <laughs> you know, especially, and I, I know that now, because now that I know more of the backstory of, of the Ice King, it's like, okay, like, I would have known who that was right from the beginning, and I would have been invested in a different way if I had watched Adventure Time. But because I wasn't, I was just like, I don't know, man. This dude, he's a weirdo. <laughs> and, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what this guy's all about, you know? And so I kind of had to, like, sit and learn. And then, yeah. And he's abusing this thing in a cage. I'm like, I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. And I don't, like, I was really confused just because, I, the 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 little girl has on the little fin hat thing, and 
she likes like her favorite story is Fiona and Cake, and I'm just like, oh okay. I'm like, I guess Fiona and Cake's a, a story here. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. Like, it's like it's interesting because it's like you definitely is not holding your hand in regards to like letting you uh, put stuff together, especially like you know, like so many shows these days, like. They want to tell you everything right from the beginning, so that you know they want to they want to make sure you're hooked. And I don't know. I guess Adventure Times like, oh, we got clout like that. They're like, <laughs> you go, you go stay. <laughs> like you, but I will say this: if if I was not doing this for the show, I don't know if I would have stayed. I, I honestly, I might have like, I might have just watched the first two episodes and be like, I think I'm good. I don't know. This might not be for me. You know, I don't know that I would have kept watching if we weren't talking about this today. Yeah, it's definitely made, like, it literally is a continuation of Adventure Time. Mm -hmm. Like, taking place 12 years after the finale, uh, Come mm -hmm. Along With Me. Uh, yeah, and they just kind of assume, like, you've been on board since the, for the whole time. Right. It's a detriment, maybe. But I know as someone that's watched, you know, a fair amount, like, yeah, I, I was complete. Like, I've been wanting to know what's happened to Simon after he lost Betty. Like, mm -hmm. this is stuff I've been interested in. Mm -hmm. So I'm already just invested, and right. seeing him in that state where he's like, man, it's like I, I feel bad for him. Mm -hmm. And for example, yeah. like me not knowing not knowing how all that played out, but still watching it and then finding out what it is, it was more like, wow, this is fucked up. What happened to him and how he's living now? And I'm like, that's where that second episode really hit me hard. Because that's when I'm like, oh, shit, this is the Ice King, you know, like because I didn't know about Simon stuff. And then. uh and I'm like, man, I, I really should have finished watching after that. Like, I'm a little bit <laughs> for watching that Jake and his dad episode and then not watching anything after after that. Like, so it, it's like it traumatized uh, you. Don't feel bad. Don't bad. Well, no, but but ultimately it's like this is a whole other like existential issue too. <laughs> that I'm like, fuck, I don't know if I'm ready for this shit too. <laughs> you know? Right. And then, but right. Before, I, yeah, I didn't I didn't pussy out like I did, you know. Ten years ago, or whatever, whatever <laughs> of a of Adventure Time happened. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it does. Like, it goes fairly. Um, it the the episodes though thus far do kind of take you on a journey in regards to mm -hmm. like not only like multiversal kind of like dynamics and like how you know and, and how those things could potentially work but a lot of like existential kind of stuff and like you know like even the idea of like being the the best version of yourself and like what it's like like feeling or knowing that you might not actually be like living up to yeah. your potential <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had a whole fight with my mom with that last week, but that's that's another show. Uh, but <laughs> stay tuned for 
uh, for therapy time with uh <laughs> 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 with my therapist next next hour. No, um, uh, but yeah, it's it's a uh, it's one of those things where it's like the way that these episodes are structured to like you know how it kind of kind of grow grew with its audience too. Uh, is that like they're a little more less randomy and are and are more uh, concise in the storytelling, even though they mm-hmm. still have the random stuff like that. The oh, thing yeah. in the cage, you know, <laughs> and the version of that in each world. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and and it's interesting because I feel like the random aspect is something that. Um, Like it, it doesn't, it like, or maybe I should say, adventures, adventure times, particular brand of randomness, doesn't necessarily always work for me. And you know that was the case here in in this show too, but there were times when it did work, and those were fun. <laughs> but but it's just it's so weird because I do feel like. It definitely, I, I think you, you, you said it right, Mo, where it's like they kind of do streamline, or not streamline, they they do have a narrative and then they sprinkle in the randomness. Um, And I don't, you know, again, I can't speak to how much that happens in Adventure Time or not, but, you know, I do, like, eventually I'm like, oh, okay, like, we are, we have a story. <laughs> like, like, these characters uh, are going on a journey. Think of it like food. Like Fiona and cake is basically a good steak, a good piece of meat with just salt and pepper on it to give it the right flavor, right? The the salt and pepper is the randomness on there. Whereas Adventure Time is a good piece of steak, but you're smoking it, and so you wrap it in this whole rub and aluminum foil and all this other stuff. Yeah, so their narrative is there, but there's a lot of randomness. Like if they eliminated the randomness, they probably would have like a six season (laughs) show, yeah, (laughs) instead of a ten. But the fun, Mm -hmm. like what's what's the point of having a cartoon that isn't fun? You know, for that we just do live action, like we, you know. Uh, yeah, so it's like the the fun of Adventure Time is a lot of that randomness, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. You know? And, and you know yeah. when you watch, when you watch like because I remember the day that like it premiered, <laughs> or like okay. it was like a few days after, and it was like the second episode or something they played, and I was at your house. We we're doing the show in the daytime. You were editing, and I'm like, the fuck is this shit? And uh, it's like, ah, he's, it's one of those shows Jay likes. And Jay wasn't even there. And then, uh, <laughs> and then I'm like, and I'm watching, I'm like, yeah, yeah, what is it? It's like, yeah, and it was, it was weird, way, way random, but it, it was still like, I like, I just love the logo, like with the Adventure Time and the sword. Shing, and I'm like, mm-hmm. that looks like Conan. It looks like Man of War. It looks like every German power metal album I love. <laughs> like, I'm in. You know, and then you know, a couple weeks later, I'm like, "Jay, you ever watch Adventure Time?" He's like, "I love Adventure Time." Yeah, <laughs> like it, it, Larry said, he would. Yeah, but and that, that's how I got into it myself. But, but it was like really random, and for me as an adult, a serious adult, 
at the age of <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was like uh i was like oh, yeah what are these kids these kids ain't right yeah, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but once you get into the story of it, you know, seeing all the like, I remember one episode that got me like it was way random, but it was like Jake helping this lady that was like an elephant, uh, old ass elephant lady in the woods, and he's just helping her because she's an old lady. And I'm like, you know, kids need to learn this kind of like it, it basically the cro- helping the old lady cross, <laughs> but in an episode with a quest and a wraith and all this shit. And I'm like, yeah, I, I like this. I'm like, I like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, it's, it, it's interesting because I mean, obviously when you're talking about the idea of the, uh, uh, anything, doing something at random or that feels random, it's like, obviously the people that make the show, are hoping every joke lands. Yeah. And it's so wild because like as a as myself watching it, like I don't I don't even know why some of the things that they do in the show, I look at and I'm like that's just random and dumb. And other things like make me laugh out loud. Like I don't know. I don't know. And I and that's a weird thing. Like I I, I know why. Because it's made oh, for you to, it's made for you to watch with your child. Like mm. you don't know this because you've never kidnapped a kid, but <laughs> if you watch it with a child, like they laugh at different things than you do. In, mm. in, in Adventure Time specifically, that's what happened to me once. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I'm watching it and I'm enjoying it, and I'm like, I'd put it for me. This kid happened to be there. And he was laughing. I never heard this kid laugh. He was like real shy and, you know, and mm-hmm. he was laughing at stuff that I wasn't laughing at. And it's like something about me not being a kid. I didn't get, you know, mm-hmm. it was something a more, uh, a more pop culture thing, but I'm old <laughs> or I was old okay. that I just didn't get like some kind of nomenclature or something or parlance. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm mm-hmm. using things right here, but <laughs> But uh, it's something like that that he, that he knew, and he laughed, mm-hmm. and I'm like, mm. and and it's like you know we both la- there was a, a random episode, not random because it's random stuff in it, but there was a bunch of random stuff in it, and literally I laughed at fifty percent of it, he laughed at the other fifty, and then there's like mm. the stuff that overlapped, you know, mm-hmm. uh, like so we I know, hundred and twenty five percent of it. <laughs> I know that one of the things that made me laugh <laughs> was they had captured uh, the the Simons at one point, and they're in like some like frosting or something like like in some kind of you know they're in some type of goo or frosting or something I don't know because it's a dessert land that they're in I think yeah. and oh I'm sorry candy land there it is and they put them into a say what. They were tied up with red vines. Oh, okay. That's what it was. Okay, so they're tied up with red vines. And they put him into a cell. And Simon pulls his hands up. And he has handcuffs. And the handcuffs are alive. And so 
he pulls his hands up out out of whatever the red vines and up, and the handcuffs go ta da. <laughs> I was just like, I was, I was just like, why, why did that happen? It made it it made me laugh, and then he tries to break out of the handcuffs, and the handcuffs go. Ah! And he just like stretches it, and then I go, ah! and that made me laugh too. And I was just like, so weird, like. I, there's no good reason for those handcuffs to be alive. And even if they weren't, but if they weren't, you wouldn't have had that moment of joy in your mundane life. Well, I mean, that's true, but there's no good reason to even know. Like, I'm sure that there are people out there that didn't laugh at that, too. And it made me laugh. And I'm not even, again, I'm not even sure why it made me laugh, but it was just the fact that he pulled his hands up and the handcuffs were like, ta-da! And I was just like, why did they go to die? I really wish that would have happened when I got arrested. <laughs> you say that now until the handcuffs say ta-da, then you're like, I'm high. I'm so high. <laughs> like I'm going to jail forever. Can't pass no drug test. <laughs> Damn, but yeah, that joint, that joint was like a little random thing that made me laugh that I was like, that's so weird. Or like there was another point like earlier in the show where uh, <laughs> the 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 cat I, I mentioned earlier the cat jumps into like a portal right cake mm -hmm. jumps into a portal F Fiona sees cake jump into the portal and the portal was inside of an ice cream cart like old school you know like literally cart like in the park you open it up you know and so the the, the thing was open because the per the person that's manning the cart was giving ice cream to another customer to a little girl or something the cake jumps in the cat jumps into the cart and disappears and Fiona's like oh my god cake she goes into the cart to go find cake and she can't find cake because of course cake jumps through a portal and so she's you know like looking around moving the ice cream around trying to find her cat and the woman pulls her out of the cart, right? And, which makes sense. It's weird that she, like, uh, for some reason, the woman knocks the cart over and pulls her out of it on its side or whatever, right? So she, like, pulls her out by her legs. And Fiona kicks the woman in the stomach. Which, I was just like, jeez, that's harsh. Like, because she, like, literally, the woman's like, hey, get out my cart! She turns over and kicks her in the stomach, like, full on. And, like, oh! and and she goes, so she says something like, oh, I'm sorry. Or something like, she apologizes. But she apologizes like it was, like, on accident. But she kicked her in the stomach on purpose. And that made me laugh because I was just like, why, why is she like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, she didn't do that joint on purpose. Like, you know, that's not the right reaction. You don't say, it's on purpose, when you kick somebody in the stomach full on like that. It's on purpose, but it, it is because, you know, she's protecting her cat. She, But she's not, though. <laughs> and that's the thing, where it's like, even if her cat had jumped into that thing, it's like, that's not on the ice cream person. Like, you know, it's like she's not she's not protecting her cat from the ice cream person. Like her cat did some craziness and jumped into the like even if the cat was in the cooler. It's like if the woman doesn't even know that happened 
and sees somebody in her cart, like half body in, she has all rights to pull her out. And so if you kick her in the stomach, it's like you you just assaulted that woman. Like <laughs> you know, like that joint. That joint is not okay. And that's why when she did it, I was like, oh my god. And then she's like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then gets up and walks off. She don't explain nothing. She just like go and I was just like. Dude, that is so wild and random. Like, this woman doesn't even know what happened. She's like, man, a woman tried to steal my ice cream. She kicked me in the stomach, apologized, and ran off. <laughs> it's like, hey, what? well, look, hey, if you if you spend time in Long Beach, that happens often. <laughs> exactly. There it is. Uh, I don't know, man. It's a tweakers. Say what? They're called tweakers. Oh, okay. What can you all tell me about this uh, Prismo dude? Uh, in show or out? You said in show or out? The, yeah. Does this does this fool exist in our reality? If so, I don't think I want to know that. Yeah. Now, there's a bit of meta news about him. Like, it, there's actually a joke in the. Uh, show where he's talking about how a uh, cake is off model and their voice is off and that's going to bug him the whole time. Right. His voice is off. Like, oh, his voice is off. Yeah. He's a different guy. Oh, okay. uh, he was originally played by Kumali Nanjani. Oh yeah. But there was a issue between, uh, Cartoon Network hiring and Nanjani's uh, management. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they went to the management and the management turned them down, but they never actually told uh, Molly that they got the offer because he actually did want to do it. So why did that? Wait, are, are we sure that that's real or is that one of those? Because that happens in Hollywood where sometimes people say that, but the reality is. You know, they didn't want to do it, and they just use their management as like a. I mean, a it doesn't matter either way. That's the story. Like, right now, we're taking it at face value. Right. Okay. Uh, if, that, if that's not it, that doesn't matter. Tweeting cool. out like how he would have loved to have come back to do Prismo, and Adam Ludo tweeted like, "Yeah, we asked you. Your people said, respectfully said no," and uh, Kamadi would tweeted back like. Oh, they never told me. Uh, you know, I'm gonna have to have a talk with them. He's like, and why so, would his management? Why would his management say no to a job he had done already? Well, because he's in a different strat. Like he's not even doing stand up anymore. That's when he was doing stand up when he did that. Like he wasn't even in any movies yet. Like he had probably done. Oh wait, when did? But was when did when did Adventure Time end? No, but Prisma when Prisma started coming out, it was like season six. And it was back, this was, I mean, going back about 10, 11 years ago, he was do, still doing stand-up and doing bit parts on sitcoms. Like, right. he wasn't coming out in movies, and he wasn't, you know, in the MCU when he did that. Right. You know, same but, with Mark Maron. Like, Mark Maron, like, he's, uh -huh. he came back. Well, he, he didn't come back, but he's done episodes of Adventure Time, like, little small voices, and now that he has his own character here, because it's like, hey, you know, we're trying to bring some of the voices back. And he, he had a whole episode with him, you know. But I'm saying he wasn't in like, like the last season didn't have his character in it. I mean, they did, but it was he still wasn't. 
I don't think he was doing stupor <laughs> while he was doing Adventure Time. That came after. Like he was doing Adventure okay. Time as extra income while he's like writing his stand-up act. I I didn't know I didn't know Adventure Time had ended that long ago. I thought Adventure Time finished like relatively recently, but I guess I'm wrong in that. Like I don't you know. It feels like it's been a while. Yeah. Okay. It feels like it's almost been twelve years. Like that's why they picked that time. Was like three or four years ago. Say again. So even distant lands was like uh, a few years ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, is that is distant lands after Adventure Time? Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. It's so it's just been a lot longer, longer than I thought. Yeah. Look, and, I just I see so many people dressed as the characters ended, at Comic Con. Even if it ended like. Five years ago, like the person, the 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 real fact is that when Camille and Johnny was on Adventure Time, it wasn't when he was starring in his own shows. He was doing bit parts, so it's just the way like they want him to be the star of the show. His management wants him because that's more money. They're like, yeah, we're not, gonna, you know, he doesn't need to bother with that, you know. Like they just made an executive decision because he's, you know. Yeah, right. you're beyond that now. It happens a lot. Like Howard Stern always says, like, eventually he's like, "Oh yeah," his agent's like, "Oh, they offered that." I said no, and he's like, "Oh okay, yeah." And he's like, you know, he had they wanted to make like that movie uh, where Robin Williams becomes president. Like they had offered that to him, mm-hmm. and then they went to his agent, and his agent automatically said no, and then he's like, you know. And and Howard didn't find out. Like he's like, I just told my agent to say no to everything. Like I just want to do radio. <laughs> but then there's stuff where he's like, man, I wish I could have done that. <laughs> you know, right? Yeah. right. He like, used something and he likes it, and then his agent's like, oh yeah, yeah, they asked you to do that, and he's like, you said no. He's like, well, you told me to say no. I'm like all right, yeah. But it's a different case yeah. than on Johnny. But it is a, uh, you know, it, in the same yeah. vein. Yeah, if he told them, hey, I, I feel like I don't want to, like, it could have been the timing of when they were doing it. It's like, if he just started a family and she's like, you know what? I'm not trying to work, so unless it's worth my money, like, just mm-hmm. say no, you know? And, uh, right. and it's like, turned out to be that, and he's like, well, I got a toddler, I'm on daddy leave or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like, they're like, yeah, hey, you know what? He said no, yeah. It's, it's interesting because I kind of feel like knowing that now, Jay, I'm like, that character is like a whole different character with him doing the voice of it, it feels like. No. No. Like, th- that guy's pretty good. Yeah. Is he is he doing it like how Kamal would have done it? It's, it's the close. yeah personality is like identical. The personality. Oh. Yeah, so, in fact, the personality has grown a little, and maybe because I haven't seen the ending of it, but, like, him in Mm -hmm. the hot tub like that, like, he's just a Mm -hmm. shapeless being (laughs) that lives in that cube, and it just, his Mm -hmm. head is in the hot tub with beer there, like, but that that type of, like, the way he reacts to Scarab and stuff like that, or even, like, doing the dual timeline conversations, like, Mm -hmm. that stuff that, that, that's, it felt like natural Prismo. It's an interesting character. It's like I would like to see more. Well, wait till yeah, you see the lich. Cool. You'll be scared at the lich. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> like, I don't think Larry can handle the lich, really. It's not the first time I've been, been accused of not being able to handle the lich. <laughs> Everyone knows that. Yeah. Uh, another aspect of things that I was like pleasantly surprised by, and like, again, where I was just like, oh man, like this I'm actually really interested in. And I would not have guessed that is um, the whole thing that happened with Fiona's two friends and them like like haphazardly creating or 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 accidentally coming together and like forming a friendship and potential relationship or whatever. I was like, oh, like this is real interesting to me. <laughs> and it's like not a thing that I would have been like, oh, if you asked me. Is that what you want to watch? I don't know that I would have said that. I don't. I would. I don't know that I would have. But I find those two characters together very compelling. Like not as much like individually. They were kind of like okay. There's this guy and then there's that guy over there, and they both were cool. You know, it's like the performances were both great. But when they messed around and like met each other and were like, oh hey, are you? You know, he was like, is there gonna be food? Where you going? And they went off together, and I was just like. Dude, I'm like, these these dudes together are super cool. Like, this is like awesome. Yeah, that that was awesome, them getting together. Mm-hmm. Like and especially with them being very different. Right. And I mean their counterparts are together. So it's like should have seen it coming. But I didn't. Oh, see, I don't know anything about that. Is that in, in Adventure Time? Yeah. So they're okay. the yeah. gender swap versions of Marceline the Vampire Queen and Princess Bubblegum. Oh. Together. And we actually see them for a few moments uh, trying to get tattoos. Yeah. Okay. Those are the, supposed to be the same people? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. That's interesting. That's interesting. And I guess I should have put that together when I did see the vampire version of the of the other guy. Like <laughs> but I wasn't paying attention enough. Right. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's really interesting. And so um also too, it was funny because the dude the so, so the gender swap version didn't exist until this show. Um, of these characters, like the the male versions of these characters, didn't exist till this show. No, they existed in Adventure Time. So, Fiona and Kate have about, I think, four episodes in Adventure Time. Oh, um, okay, I didn't know that. So, yeah, let me. Uh, Fiona and Kate. In, it, in Adventure Time, they were stories that the Ice King would kidnap people and like read to, uh, these stories to them. It was his fan fiction for Jake and Finn, but like gender mm -hmm. swap. Right. Gotcha. And so, yeah, all these characters were introduced in those gender swap episodes of uh, the Ice King telling his. Uh, fan fiction stories, which turned out aren't even his. They're Prismas. Right, right. 
Wait, so and that's the is, thing, where, like where um, like Oz not watching this is a bit of a disappointment because he likes the monitors, he likes Crisis, <laughs> he likes uh, Q, you know, like this, you know, and this is kind of like you get that in this weird, cool, like cartoony aesthetic, you know. I'm like hats with cat ears. I don't know that Oz would like this show. No, but the thing is, it has the stuff that he like. Like, if yeah. he did acid, he would probably come up with a cartoon with these influences like this. You know, so it's like it, it's it's I one agree. of those things. Like he could at least he, look. He could at least watch it to review it and then see. Oh yeah, I like the the influences they did, and then he'd have something to say. You know. And I yeah. will say, not that I'm mad you didn't watch it. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> Oh, damn. I don't know uh, that's what we're doing this at, week. At the point where uh, they're showing Prismo like beaming the stories into Simon's head, mm-hmm. that scene is an adventure time. Oh, okay. It's just the Ice King and a red beam going into his head, and they don't expound on it. So you're literally <laughs> left with that at the end of an episode. Um, they never explained it until now. Yeah. See? And that's why I can't watch that show. (laughs) But but it paid off. They paid it off for you. Well, yeah, but apparently 10 years later. And? Like, are you still not here 10 years later? (laughs) Maybe. Watching it 10 years later? Like, yeah. Well, I'm watching it now at at a satisfying point. So I feel better about it now. <laughs> if I if I watched it then, I'd be like, Jay, what the hell happened with that beam? I bet and Jay would be like, I don't know, man. Random. I bet Larry hates before play any also. Not one hundred percent. Everyone knows this about me as well. I don't do well before play or lich or lich. Lawrence is like, I so show that's up. why the done. girl is talking about her favorite stories. <laughs> Yeah, that's why the girl is saying like Fiona and Cake are her favorite stories. Like they're mm-hmm. his stories that he used to tell people. Got it. it got got it. published into books, I guess. So did did uh because the the dude the dude that's the the vampire guy and you know and he's like uh, like in the in this he's a musician. I was like. Like I'm, I'm listening, and I'm like, "Damn, that voice feels sounds familiar to me," but it's like I'm not, I'm having a hard time placing it, and I didn't place it until like, I was maybe like four or five episodes in, and uh, it's Donald Glover. Yes. So he was doing that in Adventure Time as well. I don't remember if he if if it was him in Adventure Time. Gotcha. Okay. It was actually a different character. Um, okay. Because technically, his character is um, in a story told by Marceline, not the Ice King. Got it. Okay. Well, listen. Do you all have anything y'all want to talk about or say about it before we rate it? Um, I really like it. Like, (laughs) 
I like that it's grown up. I like the uh, it is taking advantage or it's using its rating well, I think. Mm-hmm. Like it's not going, it still feels like classic adventure time, just with a little more grown up, uh, like a show blood now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm enjoying the story, uh, seeing all the characters and everything. I get like maybe half the Easter eggs, which <laughs> is cool. Um, yeah, I, I feel like there is more to say, but you know, I watched, yes, uh, I watched like, how many episodes uh, are there? Six, six, six out now. I watched, but are they going to be, I watched six of them. So, oh yeah. Are they going to be 10? 10? Okay. Oh, yeah, that actually does remind me about the other thing I wanted to say, or that I was going to mention casually. Um, Tomorrow, episodes seven and eight come out, and Mm. so everyone is going to be on the same footing. Um, The network actually sent out screeners to, like, certain reviewers in the cartoon community uh, which had the first seven episodes, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, assume, uh, as long as they don't, you know, spoil it, like they were allowed to see the first seven episodes. So mm-hmm. with tomorrow, we'll all be on the same footing. Okay. Which okay, so even the... Say again? I just find that interesting. Okay. Cool. All right. So let's. Uh, Mo, you got something you want to say, or you or you want to do some ratings? I'll do some ratings. <laughs> All right, Moses. What would you rate Adventure Time, Fiona and Kate? Uh, I would give it four out of five. The uh, multiversal stuff. I it, you know I, I feel like. Everybody's kind of doing it, and it, it, like I don't like I don't want to be like oh yeah, everybody's doing it, you know, but it's it's still like they could have gotten a little more creative with it, but I you know they did do it in their flavor, so I can't knock them for that. So I'm not you know I'm not too mad about it, and uh, I did like at the end how uh, I like how it played out. So um, I can't really knock it, but that that first episode when they started talking about multiverse and stuff, I'm like, okay, I, I feel like I've seen this before and, and I've seen it better. But in the end, the way they did it, it it's theirs and it works and, and it fits and it's influenced by other things, but it's still good. So mm-hmm. it, it's like uh, I, I always feel critical about it in that moment. I still feel critical about it, but not enough to be like, oh, this isn't good. So, right. but yeah. It is, I do give it a four, and then, uh, yeah, uh, uh, a four out of five, yeah. Okay. Feels good. Jay, what would you rate uh, Adventure Time, Fiona, and Kate? I would give it a five out of five. This is just an amazing show. <laughs> uh, granted, you know, I know a fair amount of the history, like, I imagine going in blind is a little different, but 
I yeah, I'm I'm loving it. I'm loving seeing these characters. Um really interested to know where it's gonna go. Like I kind of know, like I kind of feel like where I know where it's gonna end, but I'm not a hundred percent sure, and I am looking forward to seeing that. Uh, Hex says, how do you become a cartoon reviewer? Um, most of them are just YouTubers. They, uh, you know, they make YouTube videos reviewing cartoons. And if you're good, lucky, if you're good and if you're lucky, you get that following and then you, yeah, you're a cartoon reviewer. So, you know, if you want an example, check out, and no, they're not paying us, but if you check out like the round table, uh, their content. Our uh, fantastic, forum. Hmm? fantastic forums content. No, those guys are dicks. You, <laughs> you didn't even watch the cartoon. But we have a little more special. That's a cartoon. That's a panel of everybody that watched the cartoon talking about it. Yeah. Link up here somewhere <laughs> for Fillmore Review. Yeah. Bam. There it is. Yeah. That did turn out really good, Jay. Oh, cool. Larry finally <laughs> watched it. I did. I did. I was like, who's that guy? <laughs> Who's that guy up there with Jay talking nonsense? Anyway, um, but, yeah. Oh, good. I, I love it. Cool. Uh, you know what? I think I got to give it. I think I have to give it a four out of five. Um, I think Moses's sentiment is my own as well, where it's kind of like, uh. Like, it's good. I know it's good. It's not. It's not necessarily my cup of tea, but it's good. And because, like, I'm. I'm honestly. There's a part of me that's like, I don't know. Well, no. I, what I'll say is this: I'm probably gonna keep watching. But, but I'm probably going to keep watching because I watched six. <laughs> you know, like I watched six for the show. You know, and, and it's like, yeah, like, I mean, I kind of, I, but there's obvious, obviously doing something where it's like, I do kind of want to know where it's going to go. But like, say, you know, say if this was like, you know, Thursday comes. And for whatever reason, the show didn't come out. The two episodes didn't come out. I don't know if I'd be like, oh, my God. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? I don't know if I would feel like that. I would just, you know. But it, it and so I'm kind of maybe transitioning into this as a fan potential or as a potential fan. Maybe that's what the, the right way to say it, because I feel like this this kind of show is not my normal cup of tea. But. It's doing something that has intrigued me. 
and the characters are, are doing something collectively that I'm like, okay, I think I would like to see how this plays out. You know, but I, I could I guarantee you, like I said, if I like if we had done this in which I don't know, did did this premiere with two episodes or did it just premiere with like the one? Uh two. Two, okay. Like if we had done this when it premiered, I probably like I probably would have given this a completely different review. <laughs> just been like I like I don't you know, I don't care for it. Episode two did it hit you? Like it, it it didn't because again like I don't I don't I don't know yeah, I like, you don't you know, know I know the Ice King as a character but that guy I didn't know that guy was the Ice King and even knowing that that guy is the Ice King which you know he does eventually during the course of the episode you learn he's the Ice King but I'm just like still I'm kind of like I don't know like you know like I don't know the Ice King like that to be invested. And what honestly made me really like be like, oh, okay, uh, like the little hook, and and this is what I can give the show credit for is I feel like, generally speaking, each episode ends with a pretty decent hook, you know, like the cat jumping out the back of his head. I was just like, what's that? Like what? What's that about? Like I don't even understand. Like why did that happen? Like he was looking for a portal. He didn't even realize he was the portal. And so I'm just like, huh. So why is that happening? And I would like to know if they're going to give me an answer to that. And eventually they do. So I'm like, okay, like I can't. I didn't have to wait eight years to figure out why a laser beam went into his eye. So I'm I'm taking that as a win. <laughs> so a little homework for you. Uh-oh. Check out Adventure Time Season 5. Episode 14 is called okay. Simon and Marcy. Okay. Uh, that is going to give you your primer on who Simon is. Okay. Episode five. I mean, I'm no, sorry. Season five, episode 14. Yeah. Okay. I will do it. Hex says, get with the lore, man. Exactly. And that, that's it. Like, you know. I'm not with the lore. I'm not with the lore. And you know. Yeah, he also so we'll said see. He's gonna, he's gonna drop some bluey reviews for us. Which uh I don't I, even, I'm I don't even know what bluey is. I've, I've watched an inordinate amount of bluey for someone who doesn't have kids. Like a little late to the bandwagon, but we'll take it. Yeah. Earlier in the year, everyone was on Bluey. Um, <laughs> which Bluey is an Australian kids' TV show starring dogs. Um, they do handle some serious matters. Dude, that shit fucking made me cry. <laughs> um, they are censored on Disney Plus. Are they censored? Yes. Yeah, because Australians they, they don't give a fuck, but there's sex on TV, like yeah. They just call it another show. Dogs movie. having sex in Bluey? No. no. It's it's just, <laughs> talking about death or, or shit like that. Like Yeah, they talk about death, divorce, um yeah. 
life stuff that Disney Divorce. wants to pretend doesn't it's exist. Heavy shit. Like Bluey does heavy shit and then teaches kids how to deal with heavy. Like there's one the episode that made me cry was like this dude goes Bluey and his family go camping for their summer vacation. And they just hang out, and Bluey just—he's he's bored because it's, it's just it's him and his family. His friends are back home, and he meets a, a, a French dog, and he ends up like befriending him for the two weeks that they're there. And then before he knows, his friend is just gone, like he just disappeared because he's, he went back to France. <laughs> yeah, mm. like, what the fuck? And it's like, oh, <laughs> and I'm like. What the fuck are they teaching these kids? What they're showing these kids? Like the kids don't need to they, they don't need to know this shit. Like I'm pissed at my sister. You are you watching what these kids are watching? You know, and then my little niece, the youngest one, she's uh she's what three now. She's like, just wait till the end, uncle. Wait till the end. And then you know, the end pays off. But but she saw me cr- like she saw me tearing up. She looked up and she's like, just wait till the end, just wait till the end. <laughs> She's she's all consoling you. He knew exactly why I was tearing up. <laughs> Damn, that's messed up. Yeah, and it's also it made in colors that dogs can see, so you can put it for your dogs. That's why I watched more than I should have. <laughs> oh, put it on the sea, and yeah, sure enough, they're both like, yeah, that's cool. All right. Well, shoot. Y'all ready to talk about some comics? No. <laughs> well, too bad. It's not that after, time. Not after reliving that Jean-Luc moment. Review. Review. Well, not, not like that, but like... All right. Minor threats. Uh, Moses, tell us about uh, it, buddy. W- what is Minor it, Threats? It's a it's a comic book written by uh, Jordan Bloom and uh, Patton Oswalt, comedian Matt, Pat, uh, Patton Oswalt, and it, it is a uh, essentially like a you know it's a deconstructive type of uh, superhero story, but done from the villain's perspective. And uh, it deals with like a moment in uh, uh, analog of the Justice League's, uh, uh, you know, tenure and and how they're handling it, but really through the perspective of villains. But they're not like the super like cream of the crop villains either. They're they're, they're the crappier ones, or you know, and not necessarily crappier, but they have aged out or they have like. You know the weird, like you know, like uh, like how we used the to look D-listers. at the spot, like how we used to look at the spot yeah. or stilt man, you know, and right. it deals from because it deals from their perspective. You see more of their motivations to do things, like you know, little origin stories for them. Here, almost each episode has an origin story for each one of them, alongside the story and and the motivation of them doing this story. So that I thought that was a good little way of doing this series and then uh and then it focuses on the main character which is like she was a villain sidekick and then inherited her mom's crime 
uh career but she went to jail she got you know so they they look down on her because she actually just got caught by the cops not not put down by a vill- by a hero and uh, you know she did her time she has a kid she wants to get the kid back and she's just trying to go back into normal life which is kind of like an analog for like just somebody on parole you know but she mm-hmm. just has have a superpower you know and it's like yeah yeah we with your condition i don't think we can rent to you like i would want to but my insurance company wouldn't cover me so i can't do it you know and it was like right. it was a very uh felt like a very real grounded way <laughs> to do somebody that's like she don't even want to be really a super villain but she's made for being a super villain and now she has to like and in the in the course of her reintegrating into society after paying her debt to society and, and getting a job, you know she she finally finds a job which was hard enough as it is. Um, they do the uh, the analog to death in the family, you know, like where they killed Jason Todd and how how Batman should have reacted. <laughs> uh, they do it here, <laughs> and, uh, and and yeah, and the, like the Justice League of this universe is like. Dude, like we're trying to protect you villains because he's coming for you all you know mm-hmm. and we can't stop him and you know shit like that and uh so they're like well if we find him first we can probably get the the reward or whatever the the because there's like a bounty on the dude that killed the insomniac sidekick uh mm-hmm. the, it was a dusk boy or kid, something. kid dusk, I think, kid dusk right? yeah so uh, like, well, if we find him first, like, we she she's like, well, I could restart my life, get my kid, get the fuck out of here, and then, mm-hmm. uh, but to do that, she gets this team of ragtag D-list villains at, that that she serves at the villain bar, and it was like, let's just let's do this, let's take them down, and uh, and the way it all plays out is really the magic here. Like, they all have their reasons to go for it. Uh, and uh, she's the the glue that puts them together so that they can go for it together, and yeah, the rest is a comic book. Uh, I think comic book history because I think this will be the next, you know, AMC series or some shit. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I hear I hear what you're saying, and it's it's interesting because yeah, I mean, obviously there are a lot of analogs um, of different heroes that. You know, people would recognize, uh, but it it also kind of has like a little bit of a feel of like a heist film, in some ways. Yeah. So it kind of like it's almost like a hybrid of of you know superhero genre along with with that aspect of things. It's yeah. Light. Say again, Jay. It's Miller Light. Miller Light. <laughs> That's interesting. I, I would I would call it Millar uh, Plus because it's mm. like, it's actually finished <laughs> like it finished in the wow time. come and on man it, it came out on schedule like we got the trade paperback like faster than than I thought we would and, and, you know and look it was only four issues but realistically those five and six issues of Millar stuff are the ones that take the longest to come out yeah. Yeah, yeah, but you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, like, I I was there in the era with you, so I understand exactly why you say what you say. But at the same time, you have to give the man props for the changes that he's made because he's he. I don't give him props for anything. He he come he he comes out with his stuff 
much more regularly in this day and age. In this day and age, but I'm not trying to read a shit this day and age. I was trying to read Superior back then. <laughs> okay, hey, I'll, hey, and that's fair. I get it. Like you don't, you're not interested now, but I'm saying he's like that. That has changed. He has the stuff he does now isn't as good as the stuff he was doing back then, anyway. Yeah, if you're if you're putting out shit, it's easier to do it. More often. Oh, well, see, like, uh, and and that that and realistically, it's only now he took collective. See, and that look, that's what I'm saying. Like this. This all reeks of people that haven't read his recent work. You know, it's like I would not say Look, that. You don't suggest it for review. You know, I don't got time That's not to true. read. No, we 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 reviewed. Time, he doesn't even mention that he's reading it, dude. We we reviewed the Magic Order number one, didn't we? I don't remember that was reading like two that two years ago. What? Look, Magic Order is on like its third series right now, yeah, and it's all. It's, huh? It's two years ago. Like, yeah, what, I'm, what I'm saying? Well, like, yeah, but look, what, what I'm saying, he, there's a Magic Order magic series order. going on right now that, which, like you say, we're talking about what the point we're making is the dude, you say the dude doesn't come out with stuff and doesn't finish stuff. And it, or the stuff he comes out with isn't good and he doesn't finish it. What I'm telling you is it is good, which you, and you all know this because you all read Magic Order. And since we read, or talked about issue one, he's on volume three of Magic Order, which I'm pretty sure volume three is happening right now. He's completed two volumes of it. It's like, it would, and here's the wild part. This fool is just making comics to make comics. Like, because his job is like technically like, you know, he has a Netflix job, right? <laughs> but like Netflix, like him making comics isn't part of the contract. Apparently, and so he's like, "Oh no, I'm not gonna stop writing comics." <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, okay, cool." <laughs> so anyway, but so what else did he do? Just Magic Order? All right. No, no, he's 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 doing like literally. He just had a crossover of like all the stuff he's doing right now. So he has he's done Magic Order. He brought back um, what was the Nemesis? Uh, wait, rehashing old shit. Okay. Oh no! Well, let, let him finish. It's, let him finish. Because how's it rehashing? It's, it's it's the next installment. Let he brought back Nemesis. Let him. And so, so he did, and then he has another series that he did that I haven't read, but all of those series are had come together, and he did like a crossover event. Okay. So when it's like he he's making. Hmm. When did this happen? Like I'm pretty sure the crossover event I think may like have just started. So that means we in all these meetings we've been having, you could say, "Oh, this is coming out. This is something we should look at," and you never said it, dude. I've said other stuff or deferred to you all what you all have been talking about. Like I've, <laughs> I've suggested things, obviously, but I've suggested different things, not Millar things. Yeah, well, listen, you're the Millar not, stuff. Yeah, you're not. You still not. You know, you're a bad. Hey. Ambassador. you're a bad emissary to Millar. I I, I am not because I am out That's here defending. That's his next book, Bad Emissary. It'll be up by the Bad Emissary actually does sound like an interesting title. <laughs> bad Emissary. But yeah. But anyway, that's all neither here nor there. Let's get back to, to the topic at, at hand, which is uh, minor threats. Oz, I, I mean, listen, I'm I'm very interested to hear your take on this joint. What what, what were your thoughts as you read? Um. Yeah, it's, it's. I started reading it thinking 
yeah, I got to get through this whole thing. And mm-hmm. then two minutes later, I'm like, oh, it's, it's over? <laughs> <laughs> no, Wait, I, and when you say, like when you say it's over, you're talking about getting, like, I mean, you finished the, the entire thing in like I didn't a think I would finish it, but I, I went through it. Like, I just didn't stop. And then next thing, yeah. oh, it's over. Um, yeah, you get a lot of, it, it's actually kind of co- a common story of what if Superman goes bad? Mm-hmm. You can get a whole lot of what if Batman goes bad. Because most people think, well, you just sent Superman. But mm-hmm. you, you kind of see it in the story because that, that's the that's the good guy that, that like you said, it's a death in the family analog story. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's it's their Batman. They call it Insomnia Man or just Insomnia. The Insomniac. Insomniac. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's just... <laughs> He's looking for his Joker now, who has killed his Jason Todd. <laughs> he he looks like Damien. So, yeah, yeah. And, and so yeah, it's <laughs> you know the the Justice League should be more scared of Batman than they really are because there's so many stories about where Batman takes them down accidentally. This is like mm-hmm. he's not going after the Justice League. He's going after right. the villains, which mm-hmm. is kind of like puts them in a, in a weird spot because they're right. villains, but they you know they don't want to like be helping the villains. So at one point, they're like a, they're like capturing a whole bunch of them, and somebody mm-hmm. realizes like, oh, he's taking them off the street so Insomniac doesn't get them. Mm-hmm. You know, or like at first you're thinking he's they're they're just going around beating up random villains. Like no, they're they're like taking them off the street before they get got. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so also it was a little bit intriguing that um, each chapter of the story is, like Mo said, from a different villain's perspective. Like mm-hmm. I thought it was all going to be just playtime perspective. That's who, mm-hmm. that's the first character you get, and I guess that's the really the main character of the whole thing, right? And the the next chapter is what is it? Brain teases perspective and that's where you get a little bit of his, of his origin so you find out more about these other characters mm-hmm. and kind of how they got where they are and mm-hmm. it's just interesting i think that that added a little bit to the you know finding out how these characters got where they are added a little bit of a contrast to the the main story that's going on yeah yeah no i i, I agree with you like and it's it's interesting because um, you know, obviously the characters that are kind of playing the background, you have like the strong analogs for the, like, you know, the, like you, like you said, the continuum, I think is what the name of the group is, which is the, this world's yeah. justice league. I also spent an inordinate amount of time trying to figure out who they were analogs for. Oh, who the members of the continuum? No, who all the characters are. Oh, Obviously, see, like, brain teasers, like, they're Riddler. And, right. Yeah, so every but, time a new character would show up, I'm like, who's that supposed to be? But but that was the thing where I, what I was going to say, the point I was going to make was that, you know, the, the characters in the background have, you know, very obvious uh, analogs. And, you know, that, that's for a reason. But I felt like, you know, the main, the characters that, the main characters that we dealt with the analogs weren't quite as spot on, and you're right. Like Brain Tease definitely gives off a Riddler, a Riddler kind of vibe. But you know, he's 
definitely is different because, you know, well, or, or maybe not. I mean, they, the way they, they manifest his power in the book is different than how Riddler manifests his thing. But right. at the end of the day, I don't like, think they had an lawsuit on their hands with the no. similarities. He's still talking about, no. you know, figuring out riddles and stuff. I know yeah, Snake, but, whatever Snake guy is, he's supposed to be Killer Croc. Oh, is he? That's what that's the vibe I got. I got Rhino. That's interesting. See, and, and that's the thing, but th this is the point I'm making where it's like I definitely feel like the main characters you kind of have like a little bit more wiggle room because obviously like you have uh um oh man, what's the, the surgeon lady's name? Scalpel. Uh, scalpel. Scalpel. You know, Scalpel has a little bit of a night nurse kind of vibe to her or whatever. But she also kind of has like a little bit of like the whole femme fatale kind of thing going on as well. So it's like, you know, you, you could totally do like, I don't, I, I'm trying to think of like, what's a DC femme fatale? Like a, uh, whatchamacallit before she went bad? Uh, Batgirl. Uh, you like her, Jay. Yeah, Cassandra. What was her what was her alias before? But before Batgirl? Yeah, like when she was bad. Um Cassandra, she uh she did Batgirl first and then she was uh was it was it Cassandra Kane a bad guy before she was Batgirl? No. Oh, she I'm thinking of bad guy. I'm sorry. Oh, wait. Which one's the mute one? Cassandra. Oh, okay. But she wasn't so that I, guy. I'm just mistaken. Then I thought she was orphan? fighting heroes before orphan? she. Huh? You thinking of orphan? That's probably yeah. That's probably what I was oh, thinking. I think that's she's bad as orphan, right? She was just yeah. not wearing a bat costume. <laughs> that's bad. <laughs> that's bad. But yeah, but you know, like I feel like there's definitely like you know, or like on the Marvel side, I feel like you almost get like Scalpel's almost like a a little bit of Night Nurse, a little bit like Electra, you know, it's like you know, like just like vibe wise or whatever. But like I I thought it was really cool because it's like you, I feel like you can't just pin down those characters, and you know, especially like you know, where you talk about like I said Playtime or Pigeon, the Pigeon dude, it's like yeah. you know. Yeah, but but they are they are interesting characters in their in their own right, and yeah, like I like it, it's it's wild because uh, like I I really wonder what that collaborative process was like between Patton Oswalt and Jordan Bloom. Like what what the, where where did the ideas come from? You know, that would be interesting to hear that. The end. <laughs> but I don't know, Jay, what did you think of uh of minor threats? I thought it was pretty good. Like fun. I like the characters. Okay. Yeah. Like it wasn't it was fun. <laughs> How how'd you feel about the art, Jay? Oh, it was fine. I didn't have any real problems with it. <laughs> that's that, like that's Jay's like that's your your 
your ringing endorsement for minor See, threats. It was fine. Yeah, it, I don't know. It didn't like blow me away. I just mm -hmm. had a fun time reading it, and I did like playtime. Like I would, I would read more of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know. It's just in that fun spot. Like I wasn't blown away. It, it does really feel like Millar light. Um, and what what makes it light as opposed to like you know Moses plus? What what makes it light to you as opposed to like on par? Um. I think I don't know. Like Millar just feels a lot girthier when you read it mm. than this. Like I do, I can't say that. Uh, you know, like it does feel like the, the kind of story that he would tell, but it would be more intense. You know, mm -hmm. like like the the emotional stakes would feel like this actually like, felt for me more like Alan Moore like I could see yeah I could definitely see that like it's it's almost like a a millar a millar story written by like Alan Moore you know like cuz like like the I feel like if this was um if millar had written this story everybody's reactions would be stronger to everything, <laughs> you know, and not, you know, not necessarily in a, whether that's good or bad. I don't, you know, I can't, it's, it's hard to say, I guess it would have to be and how it's executed, but it would feel like everyone's emotions would be turned up like two notches, <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, I could definitely see where you're coming from with that, Mo. I could definitely see where you're coming from with that. Mo, wh why, why do you feel like it was, Millar plus, if you, you know, or, or is that what Alamore is? <laughs> well, it does feel like deconstructive of like just the, like the interesting part isn't the Justice League. You know, I say mm -hmm. the quotes the continuum, but so that you get the idea that there's a heroes. It's, it's more about the, like, it starts with being about the person. Like, she's like, she right. was a villain. And she's just trying to be a fucking person, <laughs> and right. she can't. She's denied every every opportunity, so she mm -hmm. has to go. But now she has to do it her way. She's not a sidekick anymore. Right. So that's a right. that's the growth and the deconstructive of a sidekick. That that get, that mm -hmm. gives Alan Moore vibes. The way the world is, and even like when they talk about like they fought a kaiju, and it, because it wasn't a poor area, they just left it there, and we just built houses. Right. So like that yeah. shit feels like Alan Moore shit, you know. Yeah, or, you know, you know, and it, that's that's where I'm like, and you know, for somebody that's writing a comic that's not a comic book writer but is a comic book fan, is successful yeah. in other in other mediums, mm -hmm. it's like, dude, like, I'm glad I read your fucking comics. Like, I, you know, I've had the opportunity to talk to people that love comics but are successful in other mediums, like mm -hmm. you know, Ian from uh, Anthrax, and and mm -hmm. you know, it's like you're gonna do good in this 
it because you love comics, you know, and that, right. that's it. Like Pat Oswalt did good in this because he does comics. Jordan Bloom did the good in it because I assume he loved comics. I have no idea what he loves, but he, he if you know he knows story and comics is a story. So um, yeah, and, and that that's like to me like giving it like calling it Alan more light is not an insult. It's actually oh you know, no no. Sometimes Alan Moore needs to chill the fuck out too, man. Right, one hundred percent. It's like, uh, so I, I'm like calling it Alan Moore light is like you know it, it's just if you're it's basically saying if you're a fan of Alan Moore's work, this is for you. This is in the modern comic age, you don't get a lot of this. Like even when we talked about, right. uh, like I loved uh, uh, the the uh, was it. Uh, Nightmare, what was the the shit we did last week? The uh, the DC oh the uh, night, yeah, 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 the night terrors, night terrors, yeah. Uh, I love that, but realistically, that's just an issue of Sandman (laughs) that they rehashed and did in a universe that doesn't have a Sandman with superheroes, Mm -hmm. and that would have benefited from like a a Pat Oswalt if you're gonna rehash that. Like you watch mm-hmm. that episode, you watched the episode with of Sandman with Doctor Destiny, right, Larry? The, on Netflix. The, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That that was all of what what Night Terrors was, just with mm-hmm. superheroes instead of people. You know, right? And in the comic for Sandman, it was actually both. <laughs> yeah, right. And so it, it's like if the the show would have done it like the comics it would have been better the, if the comics would have done it as a main event in the dc universe with sandman and it would have been better this is as mm-hmm. close as you can get but still doing it with the modern sensibilities of what superhero comics are now and it's still right. not that as as much as i enjoyed that i enjoyed it with the caveat that this is what superhero comics are now i'm choosing to enjoy something instead of criticizing something and <laughs> With uh, minor threats, it's like, yeah, this is kind of like the uh, the underbelly of what you would do here. Like, I know they did like the Ravager story and the the the, the punchline story for Night Terrors, but this is like the villain's perspective of death in the family, you know, mm-hmm. of what the outcome would have been. But you know, Batman didn't take these course of action, but it should have, you know. Like mm-hmm. even when when Jason Taco is like, why didn't you? Try to kill him at least, you know? right? <laughs> right, right. Like, it's like everybody, you know. So it's like this is where they let Batman do that, and then this is the reaction of what these group of villains uh, has to deal with in that that aftermath. You know, the dude that could take yeah. out the league is now wanting to kill all of you. You know, yeah. Uh, Oz, man, how how did you feel about the art there, man? It was average um like i mentioned earlier scalpel just bugged me every time she shows up i i I guess that's the way the she was supposed to be drawn and just didn't like it um yeah there's nothing other than that there's nothing like really bad that i can point Mm -hmm. to it's a little stylized for for my taste but it it does the job you know there's there's some great looking stuff there's some yeah okay stuff there's nothing Mm -hmm. but there's nothing horrible either so yeah fine I, I think that um, 
I feel where you're coming from in the sense that the Hep Hepburn's art, um, you know, it, depending on what panel you're talking about, can be a lot better than others. But I think where it's consistent is uh, in the storytelling. I think it does a real good job I of like, actually conveying I, I, I story like was, panel to panel. I think I did think it was kind of cool when when they flash back to to like a villain's origin. Mm -hmm. they, the pages look yellowed. Like it's old yeah. kind of book you're reading. So mm -hmm. little, little things like that I thought were, were cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I think the and art is a little bit different too. It might be. Like, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Like it's still it, the same style, but I get like um trying to look at it now. It looks like like the line work is a little thicker. And I, you do something to the colors too to really give it that old comic look. Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely felt like, um, especially with, um, yeah, I can't remember dude's name, but the pigeon guy, like when you get to his origin, like, you know, his stuff looks more, much more like, you know, your, your old school, like your, your golden age-ish or silver, silver age-ish comic type stuff, because, you know, he was, when it was showing him when he's young and obviously he's older than just about everybody else on the team so it's a whole different thing um yeah man like uh i, I think that uh, another thing that's worth mentioning with these folks is that the world building that they do is definitely really worthwhile and worth like making note of you you already did that mo when you mentioned the kaiju and how they decided to like just build around the kaiju so you literally have apartments on the, on the skull of a giant monster you know um the other another thing is how they have the uh the time anomaly thing like in the middle of the city yeah and how people just like randomly like walk into it and disappear yeah. and you know like that i thought was like a really cool and interesting thing just because you know it's the kind of thing where that kind of lasting type of of um you know like ailment or or landmark to a city is the kind of thing that it doesn't that that doesn't happen often in superhero comics you know it's like you kind of have what the city looks like and you know yeah it might get destroyed or something or a building might get destroyed but then eventually it comes back up you know and then you get back to the status quo at some point you know which is a uh, a uh, uh, interesting kind of thing for comics and you know i'm not knocking it because to some people that's part of why they love comic books you know like some the fact that the good guys generally win and you know that that you have that status quo is what is the appeal of the genre to some people but for people that you know like hey i mean i've been reading comics for i don't know how many decades now it's like it's cool the idea that yeah man we got this time anomaly in the city now because there was this big thing that happened, and it's just like they well, had I, this fight, and we were able, we weren't able to fix it. <laughs> I also like the explanation is that well, it's it it's going to be there for a thousand years till we develop the technology that created it, we, right? Then we maybe could fix it, <laughs> right? Right? And yeah, that was that was very cool. And I'm like, I, I like, mean, like I feel like huh? they run in and they're like. Language is he talking? Oh, ancient Sumerian. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. And it was just like one of those things where it was just like, yeah, like 
if there were big superhero battles happening inside of a city periodically, like that kind of thing would probably happen. Like that would probably, and I feel like that was probably one of those things that, you know, Patton and Jordan probably just kind of tossed around together and, you know, decided to include. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, you know, and, you know, it, it played into the story to a degree, but at the same time, it kind of didn't, you know, like there was some, like some, it felt like a, just a part of the city, a part of the world. And so that's cool. Um, so. Another part is, another thing is like, when we keep calling it like Alan Moore Light and Millar Plus, like, I really just want to call it like Jeff Lemire. Because <laughs> I'm like, that's, <laughs> Like I've been reading Black Hammer and like yeah. Black Hammer Origin, yeah. and that's how a lot of that is, you know. Like, yeah, it feels like it's almost in the Black Hammer universe. In a yeah, sense, you know? yeah, I hear that. <clears throat> All right, anything else we want to say about this before we decide to give it a rating? Okay, shoot, let's do it. Jay, what would you rate Minor Threats? Well, I would give it a four. It was fun. <laughs> I don't know, Jay. I'm not sure you convinced me that you had fun reading it. No, I did. Oh, okay. Now I'm convinced. Just like how he loved to be on the show. <laughs> right, exactly. Just like he was happy to be on the show. <laughs> I'm, I am happy. I'm glad that works out. <laughs> All right. There it is. Oscor, what would you rate uh, Minor Threats? I'll probably go with a five. It's, it's fun read. Definitely should check it out. Damn. I'm trying to think of the last time you gave something a five, Oz. Like, I it's been a minute. In fact, I give too many fives. You know what? Four and a half. You're right. Oscor <laughs> <laughs> hasn't not... been a comedian since he, acted, since he allegedly killed his wife. Wait, what? He didn't allegedly kill his wife. They proved it? No, he didn't. Like, she she did it to date that uglier chick. Comedian. No. What? She died of an illness, and then he married another oh. chick. And she's not a comedian. She actually, I think she solved a murder, not like a cold case. Like, she's an investigative journalist. She was in, I think, King of Queens or one of those type of shows. He wasn't King of Queens. No, no. She was. She's also in some stuff. Yeah, but the, the his his second wife was like, I, I mean, she solved a murder. Yeah. <laughs> well, there it is. Uh, of the wife's murder. Like, there was no murder. <laughs> Listen, Moses, what would you rate Minor Threats? I don't like him talking about Patton Oswalt like this. <laughs> like yeah, he got enough shit for remarrying. You know, it's a couple of years. He remarried later. her like a week later. Ah, two years. Hey, but again, like he had to put like he had to come to grips with her death while she was dying of cancer. <laughs> you know, yeah, his new wife oh. came to grips with her death. I'm like, you, 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 let the man grieve. Let the man grieve how he grieves. You know, like I only got, you know, I, I found married. out. He's done grieving. Again, it's not up to you. <laughs> yeah, it's my opinion. 
Um, that is up to me. So, yeah. <laughs> so minor threats, Mo? Uh, yeah, it's a five out of five. And there is the, the comic book came out last week, the alternates number one, which is uh, from the world of the of minor threats. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's I didn't the, know that. Yeah, yeah, that came out last week. Is that Patton Oswald as well? Patton Oswald and Jordan Bloom as well with Tess Fowler and uh, I forget who else. Let me, I think I had. Oh, wow. This new phone I got is acting weird. Uh, yeah, J- Tim Seeley, Christopher Mitten, Tess Fowler, Ian Herring, Nate Pieckles, Patton Oswald, Jordan Bloom. Wait, what is it? Like an anthology or something? Because that's too many. Um, it might be like two stories. I mean, Tess Fowler's an artist. Christopher Mitten, I think, writes. So it might be like two or three stories. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like well, it. let me see if I can read this article here. I know. <laughs> like, I... Old employer, Larry, comicbook.com. I never oh. worked for comicbook.com. Oh, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> like, don't, don't you put that on me. <laughs> so, uh, they call but... it a, a direct tie in to minor threats. Uh, it's uh, jo- uh, Oswald and Bloom with writer Tim Seeley, uh, artist Christopher Mitten, Tess Fowler, uh, colors Ian Herring, letter Nate Pickles. Arguments features covers by Scott Hepburn, variant covers by Seeley, Fabio Moon, Martin Simmons. Oh, okay. It focuses on a group of B list superheroes who are attempting to reclaim their lives after being transported to a mere reality for five years. Uh, now they're back. And things aren't so easy, but things will get more complicated when the alternate reality starts to bleed over from a dangerous new street drug. Oh, that sounds I'm interesting. <laughs> yeah, that sounds really interesting. Wow. Okay. So cool. All right. Uh, Minor Threats, I liked it a lot. Uh, I think I'd give it 4.5. It's great. Uh, you should read it. And uh, I'm excited. What's that half a point? Like? You know, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, the art. Could have been a little bit better, and um, it, it it's like one. Well, the other thing is, technically, it's like. Mm-hmm. Well, no, go ahead. Huh? No, no like, technic technically, I can like, I kind of saw the twist coming, and so I just like no, it's it's real good. Like I enjoyed it thoroughly, and I'm excited to read more from that that world that universe like this you telling me that book exists this uh was it replacements the alternates alternates like that i'm genuinely excited genuinely excited to read that so you know but i think that you know like there's room for improvement and like hey like this this series might be it because you know we got a different artist and so that might that might help and you know maybe the the story will be a little bit like different because you have uh since you got Seely in there as like an actual well I won't right. say actual but as a comic book a guy that is more better versed well, than the other two he's a comic book writer. Right, exactly. There you go. Right. It's like so it might it might be a a better book and maybe those guys are just like here's the story, you know? Mm-hmm. Um do you do you feel like for me I felt the the issues you had with the art I, I thought I had but the story itself actually elevated the art for me. So, like, oh, yeah. 100%. So, do you think it's enough to make up that half a point? Like, I mean, I I don't know. Like, I don't feel like the story is so good that 
I'm like, oh, you ha- it's it's a five. Like now, like the story, and don't get me wrong, the story is real good. Like yeah. if that, the story is great, it's just yeah. not so great. And again, like the, I, I think part like if it had done something that genuinely surprised me, maybe okay. I might have been I felt different about it. Where I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe that this is where it went. But you know, it's like it, it's it's still really. I mean, four point five, like. I'm just saying, like, you know, for me, I'm like... I love that she no, put I can't. The, the, the jack-in-the-box punch glove gun in her mom's yeah. face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It a five for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's good. It's a, it's like, And I think you're right. Like, I think they're at some point, they're going to try to adapt this into a movie. Well, we also never mentioned, it's a little messed up that the that she... Kid, kid play. Kids play? Kid in playtime. Playtime. Was the sidekick to her mom? Yeah, right. Who mm-hmm. saw her kid had powers and decided yeah. to become a villain? Yeah, absolutely. And and like that is like a whole like and Jay said that earlier where it's like that's very interesting in and of itself. And her and mom just... is like a tiny old lady, like she's like a, a grandma, like tiny yeah. old grandma, and it's still like, bitch, you 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 planned this whole shit out and didn't give me a call. What right. <laughs> right. Hey, she threatens him like you better save my fucking daughter. I'm gonna fuck you motherfuckers up. <laughs> like, right. Like, right. Yeah, it's like, great character. It's gonna be great in a movie. Yeah, <laughs> you know, 100 percent I can already see TJ Miller playing her. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. All right. Anything else before we get out of here? No, just right. thank, you, thank you to Hecht and Tiger Claw for in the chat stuff. Yes. Oh, we have news? Oh, like comic that. news. No. <laughs> well, not, not like that, but like. Jay's crying because he's thinking about the John Luke episodes. <laughs> Jay, you want to play everything but the the outro? Did I play more than one? I thought I just played one. You play, you play the, the news music, and then right. uh, no, we're doing we're, we we're, news. And then oh, are we doing news? Is that look? Oh, oh, okay. I look. I didn't realize. Look, you you didn't say anything to me about news, so I didn't know we were doing news. I thought we were trying to. We're trying to, we're trying to do two ten. <laughs> look, we weren't going to do news, but then I accidentally hit the news button. Okay, what's the news? Fables is now in the public domain. Yes. Fan fiction time. Hey. Yeah, pretty much. So the creator in DC had a little falling out. Uh, He says they're not really sticking to the letter or the spirit of the contract. And so he's just going to throw everything in the public domain. And y'all can do what you want. So that's wild. Yeah. Damn right. I'm going to do what I want. What's favorite? Mike Carey, right? Is Mike Carey? No. It's, no. It's, wait, you know what? It's a, uh, whatchamacallit, isn't it? Um, Mark Guggenheim? What's his full name? Um, Willingham? Will, Willingham, right? Willingham. Yeah, I think so. So what does that mean for like, Like so, if he puts in the public domain, does that mean like somebody else could 
you make like could, you could uh, write and publish a fable story. Yeah, but right, but I'm saying Cinderella, like, like we can do. I mean, yeah. all those characters were already in the public domain. Why? Which right. is why you fables, but like but, you, but those using them like Cinderella as like a 007 type or a a Russian right. operative, like Winter Soldier. Like we could do that, you know. We could do but her if some red room, you know. So, like, say if if Telltale decides to make another game, does that mean they don't have to pay anybody? They get to keep all those profits. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. DC is trying That's to insist that it isn't, but it it. it I think the the. Since the contract's not being honored, like they're in breach, and he could do whatever he wants. Well, look, I'm sure that there'll be legal battles to be fought, and but that would be really interesting and because I wonder be if part of it, Jay, like we, we gotta, <laughs> gotta brainstorm and do a Cinderella, and you know, I'll throw yeah. in, a, we'll throw in some cryptozoonic animals, maybe some coronavirus <laughs> shit in there. Wait, what? Now? Y'all doing post-apocalyptic? Well, no, no, no. Like, trying, you know, they're trying to make a virus that will kill fables. Like, starting by oh, company of oh, oh, direct citizenship. <laughs> it's trying to destroy the fables, and you know, DC is trying to destroy the fables, and it's up It'll to be, uh... and like the Wolfman. I mean, the the Sasquatch and the Chupacabra to like really. Put them down. <laughs> Take on DC. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not DC. It's investigative stories. Is <laughs> no, we could call it DC. <laughs> you know, because it's the 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 world of humans trying to keep them down. Uh, direct citizenship, direct from this world. <laughs> direct citizenship. Uh, all right. Imagine uh, if I actually put my mind to this shit. There you did y'all, did y'all <laughs> talk about the Aquaman trailer last week? No, but I saw it and it looks a fucking amazing. Like, I, he's going to have a hook at the end of it. I know it. Or he better. <laughs> he rode a, a seahorse. <laughs> like, I seen comic, I seen comic book art where he rides a seahorse. It looks amazing. Yeah, no. no like, I'm, just happy, and, I'm just happy it ain't fucking uh, la- shark sharks with lasers on them for one billion dollars. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Jay, give me some final thoughts, man. Um, new Avatar game coming out in like two days. I'm looking forward to that. Looks it looks like it might be fun. Yeah. Uh, Oscar, final thoughts. Uh, I'm gonna go watch Aquaman. When's it come out? December twentieth. Okay, I got yeah. you. Getting cheap. Like the trailers look cool, but trailers always look cool. Yeah, but no, but even like the Black Manta shit, like looked tight. Like everything looked better than everything I saw in the first movie. Like, and I watched the good part of the first movie, the first twenty minutes. And uh, <laughs> so it, this looks way like leagues better than you know. Yeah, has but then they do stupid stuff to... like he's got the suit hanging out to dry, and I'm like, it meant to be. Yeah, I don't care about that shit. That's this. This is funny random Easter egg shit. Like I like Adventure Time. That's fine. 
Uh, <laughs> but like, like just the shit with Black Manta like coming like this, like you know, him talking to his dad and saying, you know, yeah, all that shit. Like it, the shit, the shit looks good. <laughs> you know, the design looks better. Like the design of Atlantis, the ocean shit, and you know, Black Manta like right, coming so down. Mold my, my watch this one. Oh, dude, I, I, I'm not, look. I'm not saying I, I, I'm definitely gonna watch it. What I'm telling you is, I might love it. Like, no, it, it's like you know, be surprised if that doesn't happen. Because I'm like, I, I think I'm in. Like five out of five now, just from the trailer. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I don't know. Do you guys see the trailer? I didn't. I was yeah. it on the chat. I didn't watch it. I was watching a YouTube video. One of my favorite YouTubers, Camera Conspiracies link up here uh and he um and then you know he's a greedy bastard so he's monetized and uh the the trailer came on and i didn't click it i didn't click after the five seconds i was enthralled in it i was watching it and i'm like captivated submerged in it and uh i'm like man this movie looks fucking good okay i watched it and then i hit okay back to camera <laughs> all right yeah, is that your final thought, Mo, or do you have? A yeah, I think that is my final thought. Also, like, subscribe, hit the bell. We're still working on shit. I I, I filmed some stuff that I still need to edit, but it, Oz put a good, uh, he put a great fucking uh, uh, unboxing of of a custom made statue. Really, you guys mm-hmm. liked it? I mean, dude, it was, dude, really, it was really good. It was the best thing I've ever done. Well, the thing is, it looked great. Like even the the whole process of it, like you bought a three D yeah. printed thing. You had it painted, yeah. like that's just—it's different than just buying something done. Exactly. It's—it's it's good. I liked how it came out. I liked how it looked. I've watched videos of other people doing their version of it or their statues of it. It didn't look as the one, good as the one you did. The um, the dude that actually designed it liked your video too and said you did a good job. Uh, the the paint job came out better than what he had imagined, and you know, so yeah. it's a uh, it's it's good stuff, man. Yeah, man. It was a good video. I did not know all of that. I should really follow our channel. I know. <laughs> I was like, wow. The, 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 like, digital, because I tagged the digital sculptor guy on Instagram, and he's like, oh, man, great job. Like, that paint looks great. Like, I'm like, hey, you look, you laid the foundation. We just painted it. Right. Yeah. So, right. Like, I wish you would have mentioned the painter, too. I wanted to, but I don't have his permission. Oh, okay. So I don't want to throw his name out there like that. Okay, but but realistically, I mean, I, I look, did, look, he might. Well, that, what was he? he he's a if you if you your manager at some corporation, and he's like, you know, you could make money painting these motherfuckers and nah, you know, smoke weed all day. He's a different color because that shit looks fucking great. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 really talented. Um, I don't know if he's if you if you really want to know who who did it, send us a message and I'll let you know. I just can't. Yeah, just private. Yeah, say I it want publicly because I don't have his permission. There it is. So, yeah, for the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We do really, truly appreciate you. Uh, you know, keep us in the loop. Let us know what it is that you want to hear about because we'll talk about it. We're the Fantastic Forum. Good night. <laughs>